Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Natalie Duncan-Sletton, Client Solutions Manager, CBRE, and Alex Spilger, Senior Vice President, Project and Development Services for Cushman and Wakefield, discuss what millennials want from the workplace by millennials. And we're all ready. Um, we want to thank Natalie Duncan-Sletton for coming here. She's actually coming here from London um, to speak just to speak to you guys, so you should feel very lucky. Um, we're super excited to have her here. She's actually a client solutions manager with CBRE, and she's got a really rich history um, and is on the forefront of client interactions for project management group. So she's really got firsthand experience of a corporate occupier's strategic priorities um, amongst EMEA and globally as well. I was super um, impressed with her fluent in Mandarin, bilingual in Italian and English, and has her MA in Chinese studies. So that's just very impressive. Um, she's obviously going to be, um, is an advocate for well-being, and she's going to be speaking to us today on um, what millennials want from the workplace. So attending by the, uh, the number of folks here, you're all very interested. So I'm going to let Natalie um, get going. Please enjoy. Hello. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, for the intro. Um, so, as was mentioned, I work uh, in the client solutions team for CBRE um, for project management in EMEA. Um, sort of as extracurricular activities, I'm also um, next year's vice president for the UK Cornet Young Leader chapter, um, and also global chair for membership on the global board as well. So as part of my role, I was asked to um, arrange the Young Leader session at the EMEA Summit, um, which was a couple of months ago in Amsterdam. So we kind of thought, what, what, do, what do we want to do for this, um, for this session? And as millennials, and I must admit, I'm kind of at the older end of the millennials, but still just about count, just about a young leader, um, I think we're quite tired of hearing from everyone uh, what millennials want from the workplace and very often the people telling us what we want from the workplace are not in fact millennials so we thought it would be really interesting to conduct some original research amongst the young leader cohort and figure out exactly what it is that millennials do want from the workplace so um only have 20 minutes. I'll be quite quick. I'll run through the results. And then I really just want you guys to ask me questions, give me your opinions of what you think millennials want from the workplace, what you want from the workplace. Is it that different, really, from what everyone wants from the workplace? So I really want this to be a debate as much as possible. So with that in mind, let's crack on. Um, what is a millennial... Lots of different definitions of what a millennial is, um, but you know, just if we had to look at it generically, someone who reaches young adulthood um, in the early 21st century. Um, what defines a generation? Well, there's lots of different elements that define a generation. So um, political situation is a big part of it. Pop culture, what music they listen to, um, how they consumed media. Consumption habits, how do people like to buy, what do they like to buy? Learning format, how do people like to learn? And then technology, oh, missing a Y, but anyway. Um, technology which really underpins how we consume all of the above. 
So here is a really interesting graph. Um, I don't know if you can see it. The screen is quite small, so I'll try and read out as much as possible. But it basically um, denotes which are the, the key elements for each generation. So you're probably struggling to see a little bit. But what I find particularly interesting is the technology. So obviously for... Um, the car initially, then for baby boomers, TV, um, Gen X, uh, it's the PC, and millennials, obviously smartphones, and then Gen Z, um, AV, uh, sorry, um, AR, VR, which is really interesting um, in the context of where, uh, of where real estate is going with a lot of um, augmented reality platforms, etc. We can definitely see that becoming more of a thing. Um, also quite interesting here is the iconic figures. So we go from um, President, so Roosevelt and Kennedy, and then moving to, for Gen X, Kurt Cobain, so obviously quite quite different. Um, then Mark Zuckerberg for millennials moving to the corporate world. And then completely different, Gen Z are the real disruptors. And we won't talk too much about Gen Z. We'll keep that for next year's summit. But as you can see, someone completely different, Malala. Who here knows who Malala is? Good. So a couple of you do, but completely different. She's... Um, someone who fights for human rights. So as you can see, Gen Z, other generation, who will care much more than the predecessors um, about what is, um, what is right and what is wrong in the world. Anyway, so what do millennials want from life? Well, we hear a lot about this in the media. Of course, they want everything to be pink, which is why my, my um, presentation is styled pink. Um, it's all about access over ownership. So millennials don't want to own cars, DVDs. It's all about accessing and consuming um, those products. Then a day doesn't go by without hearing about what millennials want, what makes them angry. They're angry because the download speeds aren't quick enough. Um, they're changing their diets to help the environment. But at the same time, some desserts are in decline because millennials are eating too much fruit. Millennials are shunning alcohol as getting drunk is no longer cool. But then also, millennials are drinking more so they can deal with their kids. Um, so there's constantly all the disruptive news in the media. And of course, um, millennials want nothing more than avocados rather than houses, right? That's the main thing. <laughs> so why does it matter? Well, um, but as you can see here, millennials are a quarter of the population, so that matters, um, that matters a lot. Gen Z, as you can see, rising up there, but again, we'll discuss that um, next year. Millennial spending power is set to overtake that of um, Gen X in 2020, so next year, so that's imminent. And also by 2020, millennials are going to constitute 35% of the workplace. So what they want from the workplace really does matter. Okay, so a little bit about our research. Um, so we conducted the research amongst the young leader cohort. 70% of the respondents were in North America, and the other 30% were split between um, APAC, EMEA, and LATAM. Most of the respondents were, in fact, uh, millennials rather than Gen Z, uh, and that makes sense in the context of who will be a young leader member as part of um, Cornet. So what topics did we cover? They're sort of split into categories. The first category is very much about the workplace, the working environment. And then the second category is about the employer and what the employer can provide 
beyond um, the workplace environment. So let's delve into the results. Um, we asked our young leaders, what impact does productivity, um, does, sorry, does design have on your day-to-day -day productivity? Well, as you can see, an overwhelming 81% thought that um, workplace design had a moderate or high impact on their productivity. So it's undeniable that a well-designed space um, will lead to more productive employees. And how important is flexible working to your workplace experience? So 95% of respondents thought that flexible working was important to their uh, workplace experience. This is by no means surprising. We all know this. We're all here, probably able to do a full day's work from somewhere that you know, isn't a normal place of work. And this has become an absolutely essential way um, of, how, of how millennials and anyone works in this, um, in this day and age. Task-based working. So um, task-based working is something relatively new or not. Um, so you might wonder why there is that sort of um, old painting of um, Aristotle and Plato there. It's because Aristotle was the inventor of the working meeting. He um, thought that his best thoughts happened when he was walking. So he made all of his disciples... Um, philosophize whilst they were walking around, right? And I think we can all agree, um, there's several studies that show that the brain can, I, I, I'm sure you all saw the, saw, the, saw the opening session this morning, but the brain can access those deeper, more creative um, wavelengths when we are engaged in a repetitive physical activity, such as working. Um, so it's nothing new, but it's something that's become a lot more accepted in, um, in the modern workplace. So 64% um, of our respondents found they work better in different environments based on the task. Um, again, this is, um, this is not surprising at all. When asked if they were more productive in an isolated or a busy environment, the majority said that, of course, that was task-dependent rather than personality-dependent, like possibly um, previously thought. Uh, and 63% thought that they were unproductive in a task-based environment. So workplace amenities, what matters um, in terms of the workplace? Well, 86% of respondents um, felt that well-designed common areas, such as cafeterias, breakout areas, etc., um, were important. So obviously that's a really high percentage. A lot of workplaces still um, don't place enough importance on these common areas. So that's something um, as corporate real estate professionals to take note of. 80% um, wanted healthy food options in the workplace. Again, um, this is not surprising, but it is surprising still how many workplaces do, do not provide healthy food options. And rather than having fruit in the office, they'll have cakes, biscuits, etc. It really matters to millennials to have that, um, that option for healthy food. And it's even more important than coffee. Who would have said? Coffee has, um, for a very long time, been the most important element um, to productivity in the workplace. But our research shows that, in fact, healthy food is now even more important to millennials than good coffee. Um, of course, coffee still being very important at 73%. So talking actually about the settings and the workstations, a um, lot of hype. Of course, we have people on yoga balls and all sorts of things, ergonomic stools. Um, we're really trying to find 
better ways. You know, sitting is the new smoking, and we're all very aware of this. So lots of workplaces um, have been responding to this, to this requirement. Um, and interestingly enough, 70% of our respondents said um, that it, felt it was important to have the option of having sit-stand desks. Yet, sit-stand desks still constitute the minority of desks in, a, in, a, in most workplace environments. You know, it's, it's quite rare that you have 100% sit-stand desks. There might be um, a 20% allocation, a 30% allocation, or um, even not at all in some workplaces. So this is something that really, really matters to millennials, be able to stand up whilst they're working. Um, the adoption and utilization of these is a whole different topic, but um, I think it, people like to feel like they have the option. Interestingly, though, treadmill desks... Complete gimmick. No one, no one cares. No one wants them. Has anyone actually tried taking a call on a treadmill desk? That's not, not an easy feat, right? So and the, our research compounded that by showing that only 17% of our respondents felt that it would actually have a positive impact on, um, on productivity. So workspace, what are the most important factors? Um, so the absolute most important factor was lighting. And again, that's not really surprising. Like we all know um, in a bright environment with daylight, just like where we are now, <laughs> we're all so much more productive. And it really does have, um, have a very big impact. Then in second place, ergonomic furniture. So when we are not standing at our sit-stand desks, we are sitting for a long time in chairs. And if they're not comfortable, um, that can greatly disrupt productivity. So having comfortable ergonomic furniture that is good for our posture and our backs um, was very important to, um, to the respondents of this survey. 72% um, thought plants were important. It's interesting. There's been a lot of research on, on biophilia, and it's very difficult to try and actually tangibly measure the impact of biophilia on productivity. Um, it's, it's more of a nice to have. It's not an absolute essential as lighting is. And interestingly, only 58% thought that art had an impact on productivity. So maybe rather than spending your money on, um, on that fancy piece of art, put in some new lighting um, and put in some good furniture instead. That's really what, uh, what millennials do want from the workplace. So wellness social, we know that obviously um, wellness is more important than it ever has been before in the workplace. And 87% um, of our respondents felt that having um, a workplace wellness program was important. So just as a quick survey of this room, how many of your employers have um, a wellness program? Okay, so like 50%, maybe if I had to guess. So, but obviously, almost 90% of respondents thought it was actually important. So obviously, we've got some way to come to match that demand. Um, and there's a lot of sort of speculation around millennials wanting... Um, you know, free draft beers in the office. Well, it's not a lie. 82% were in favor of having free alcoholic drinks in the office. But exactly. I mean, do we think that anyone from any, any other generations would, would be any less than that? Or more so. So, again, I think we, we all could do with that four, Friday, 4 o'clock drinks trolley coming through the office.
Um, so then we asked, um, as part of the survey, what the single most important element was. Um, so we asked everyone just for, for sort of one word or one sentence, and then analyzed it through a word cloud. And as you can see, design is the absolute most important factor, as we um, discussed earlier as well. Um, as well as amenities, location. Um, the interesting thing that emerged here is the social aspect. So it's really, it's the social, it's the people, it's who you work with that is also um, a pivotal part of, um, of making a good workplace. Okay, so another interesting topic for millennials is employee loyalty. So um, I think the general consensus is that millennials are job hoppers. Millennials don't want to stay with a company for too long. Millennials want to move on. Well, our research found something very, very different to that. So um, as you can see, 74% of our respondents intended to stay with their employer three years or longer. So um, that's probably more than um, would have been estimated by um, by, by put all the things that are said about millennials. Um, also, interestingly, research shows that, in fact, millennials um, move jobs less often than Gen X at the same age. So this job hopping really is... Um, it, it doesn't really have any um, foundation in reality. I think millennials do want to stay with employers for longer, um, but possibly they find that... Staying with an employer is not the quickest way to accelerate their career, and they're not given the right opportunities to develop. So, which brings us on um, to the next point about talent retention. So, 87% um, of our respondents um, believe that companies needed to set honest expectation for millennial workers, so they know that if they will stay for longer, they will get that better title, they will get that pay rise, equivalent to if they were to just go and work for another competitor. It's really important that we offer those well-defined and structured um, career paths if we want to be holding on to millennial talent. Um, and only 60% felt that they were actually given sufficient growth opportunities within their current organization, right? So there's obviously a bit of a disconnect there um, about the kind of opportunities that we're providing to our millennial um, employees. Great. Um, so work-life balance, again, in the context of wellness and flexible working, work-life balance is an ever more important topic. Um, 75%, which is quite a lot, felt they already did have a healthy work-life balance, but then only 72 felt their employer supported a healthy work-life balance. So it's almost like there's a little bit of a disconnect. So people are managing to maintain a healthy work-life balance despite their employer rather than thanks to their employer. So again, that's something that that we need to consider and take back to our workplaces, that we really need to be living um, that culture, and it always starts from the top. So as leaders, we need to be the ones setting the example of what healthy work-life balance looks like. Um, so this, I think, was one of the most interesting parts of the, of the entire research, and um, I don't necessarily think this is 
very different from maybe what um, what other generations feel. But I think definitely this sort of culture ethics curve, we notice um, a, stark, a stark increase in um, the millennials and Gen Z. So 98% of our respondents thought that culture was an important component of the workplace. Um, and 72 of those thought it was extremely important. So as you can see, culture is absolutely paramount to um, attracting and retaining the right talent. Um, 97% thought it was important for their employer to have ethical drive or ethical values. And of those people, 88% agreed that if their employer's values did not align with their own, they would leave that company. So I think that, that, that sort of surprised us. We didn't really think it would be that high and um, hopefully encouraging for what the future of the workplace looks like. So that's it from me. Um, I'd like to open up the floor to any questions. Um, I don't know, do we have mics or just shout out if we can hear you? Questions, thought, opinions? What percentage of the uh, millennials have families? And do you have any statistics that differentiate between their wants, desires, and those that are not yet with families? Yeah, well, so I think the, the thing about the millennial cohort is that it's, it's very broad, right? Because you go all the way from people in the mid-20s to um, up to sort of 36, 37. So more millennials have families now than they did a few years ago. Obviously, that's, uh, that's just the way it is. But, um, and I think that that's the way that we have defined millennials is changing because those millennials are growing up. They are, they are having families. Um, the alcohol statistic, obviously, that was a bit of a joke. But whilst initially... You know, millennials were seen to be shunning alcohol. Then as they grow older and are lumbered with the stress of parenthood, then they're drinking more. So I think like any generation, they are evolving. Um, I don't have any statistics about our cohort in general of how many millennials have families. But I think as more and more of them do, their consumption habits will definitely change. Okay. Thank, thanks, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into What's Next. Have an idea or point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast.